Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another episode, another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am the overseer of Dominion Fire, which you can find online at dominionfire.com if you'd like to know more information about what we do in addition to this program. And uh, I am a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries, as well as a divine healing technician, which is known as DHT. So it's uh, very healing-centric as far as my background. And uh, You can find out more information at jglm.org about uh, that program and what those guys do over there. And uh, this program specifically called Heal the Sick. And what we do is we talk to amazing uh, men. And on the show, the first women of God to join us, our first lady of God, I should say, to join us today, uh, we discuss about healing testimonies. We discuss stories. We discuss the doctrines. We try to give you the encouragement to not only know that this is the truth and this works, but to get off the chair and get out into the world and do this for real, because this is just just phenomenal stuff. Joining me on the phone, as I mentioned, our first lady guest today. We're so excited for her. Melissa Glorioso, a uh, DHT for, with uh, JGLM as well. Uh, healing ministry work out in the Torrance, California area, joining us on the phone today. And Melissa, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you? I am great, and thank you for inviting me. I'm honored. Well, it is a pleasure to have you here, and you've been actually very helpful to our program with uh, allowing us to uh, use some social media to get the word out and share the message, and we're very grateful to you. And uh, w- without further ado, we, uh, we always like to ask our guests to share an amazing testimony, share something big that's happened in your life in relating to healing, and uh, what can you share with us? Well, on January 2nd of 2012, the enemy tried to kill my husband. Um, okay, let's hear this. <laughs> it, actually, <laughs> it was actually um, just an amazing sequence of events that only strengthened us. And, it, and at times I, I feel like I just want to laugh at the devil, like, are you kidding? You only strengthened us. But um, on January 2nd, my husband was driving um, our grandchildren out to meet their mother, and he ended up on the wrong freeway. So he's going south instead of east. And I'm in a big meeting in the hospital, and um, <clears throat> he's calling me for directions. And I'm like, I'm meeting with these managers, and I'm thinking, okay, just go to a gas station. And, and I don't, I'm not cluing in to what's going on. And I'm just thinking, well, he's just maybe he's not good with directions. And so he finally gets back on the road, and, and apparently he was just very nervous and um, very concerned about his mental state. So we both get home that night, and he's feeling. Um, I guess kind of feverish because he, my husband never wears sleeves. Like he, everything he wears is sleeveless. And he's always very warm blooded. And he's cold and he's got a sweatshirt on and a blanket on and he's saying, can you pray for me? I'm like, oh yeah. So I pray for him and I think nothing about it because when we pray, we expect to get results. And he never gets sick anyway. So, um, so I pray for him. We go to bed and in the middle of the night, I hear this loud crash and I look over next to me, and he's not in bed, so I yelled out, Tony, are, are you okay? And he said, yeah, I'm fine. And I said, okay. And I started thinking about, like, you know, that's pretty loud. I think I better go check and see what's going on. So I went into the bathroom. I'm trying to give him his privacy because, you know, it's been in the middle of the night if you're in the bathroom. 
and we have a little door for the toilet room. And so I'm kind of looking around the rest of the bathroom, trying to give us privacy, and then I kind of glanced over there, and he was on the floor. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so I went over, and like I said, he never gets sick. So this was just like, what in the world? And so I go over there, and he's laying on his thigh, yet his head is in perfect alignment with his spine. So his head is not laying down. His head is straight in alignment with his spine. And he's awake, and I'm saying, what happened? He's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm thinking, he doesn't even know he's laying down. Oh. So I'm, I'm trying to, in the beginning, I'm thinking of, you know, all my medical background and what can I do and what am I supposed to do and, and I said, well, you know, I'll just leave him there for a minute, let the blood flow get, get through his body as he's laying down. And so I said, well, let's fit you up and see how you're doing. So he sat up against the door jam, and he was talking to me, and then his eyes rolled back in his head, and his head fell down on his chest. And at that point, I finally clued in and thought, this is a serious attack. And my first thought, I don't know why I said it like this, but my the first thing I thought in my head was, no, this is not going to happen like this. And I got mad. And so I started praying for him. I laid him down. He opened his eyes again. Then they rolled back in his head again. And all I heard was, <sighs> so he, he exhaled and he never inhaled again. And so I just, I was, I was upset. I mean, not in fear. I was mad because I knew it was a spiritual attack. And I was basically pissed off at the enemy. So for some reason, I felt compelled to give him two chest compressions. And that's all I gave him was two. And then I just started demanding and commanding him to wake up. And I was yelling, Tony, in Jesus' name, wake up. And it was very forceful and very loud. And it went on for quite a while. And the whole time, the enemy's whispering in my head, you better call 911. That's not normal. You better call 911. And I'm thinking, call 911, what are they going to do? You know, I'm thinking, okay, this is a spiritual attack, what are they going to do? They're not going to be able to help me. You know, it's just because of my renewed mind and, and realizing that, you know, we go to God with our problems. We don't go to the doctor. We don't go to 911. We don't go to, you know, earthly men. We go to the Creator, not created. So I kept at it and just kept commanding him to wake up. And eventually he opens his eyes and he says, wow, this is the best I felt all week. And I, at that point, I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I, that's all I could say was thank you, Jesus. So he lays there. We talk a little bit. He finally gets up and he looks in the mirror and he goes, wow, I'm really white. And I said, I know, I think you need to go lay down. So we lay down, we pray a little bit, I go to sleep with my hand on his heart and my head on his shoulder, you know, just to make sure if anything tried to come back. And we wake up and go to work an hour late. And we never went to the doctor or anything. And I, you know, and Tony says, well, no, I'm not going to give the devil an inch. It's done. I'm healed. You know, it's done. So all through the day, I could hear his voice getting stronger and stronger until the afternoon. It was like, ugh. He's back. He's completely back. That's, that's my husband. And he said he felt like all day that he had, like, sea legs. Mm. And so all day long, the enemy still attacking, you know, and saying, 
you know, that's not normal. You didn't do enough. That's not normal. You should call 911. That's not normal. You should go to the doctor. And finally, I'm like, you know what? That's not normal because we were never created to be normal. Mm. And, you know, then he shut up. After that, I never heard it again. But um, that was just a huge, huge victory for us. It's like, okay, if we can raise the dead, then what can't we do? You know, through faith in Christ and knowing his word, applying his word with faith, nothing is too hard. Nothing. Wow. So, and since then, Tony has, um, you know, he had started praying about, like, you know, God, what, what did happen that day? And he was reminded that his grandfather died on that day of, um, he passed out, and I think he hit his head and he ended up dying of his injuries. Hmm. Also, his father died at the age of 50. My husband was 50 on that day. And every year on January 2nd, January 1st, January 2nd, the enemy would come and remind him, your grandfather died, and, you know, he was 50, and your dad, I think your dad was 50, and... And just all these things, and he would always torment him. And Tony would always, I guess for years, before he got a hold of the divine healing training, would feel a little ill and have to, like, battle sickness in his body around the first of the year. Mm. So, you know, after this happened and he was praying about God was reminding him, remember when the enemy was attacking you, like, every January 2nd? He's like, oh, yeah. So it was just really interesting how everything fell into place. But um, this last January 2nd was a piece of cake. <laughs> you know? Wow. We celebrate the New Year with, in victory, and uh, victory is ours. Lis- yeah. Listeners, I just want to jump in here because uh, we, are, we are actually up against our first break. But you know something, listeners, before we head out, I just want to remind you that the resurrection power is the defining point of Jesus. Uh, and and there's no other way I could put that to you because when – this is just my opinion now – when it comes to – forms of healing, whether you lay hands for someone that has like an illness or a condition on a cellular level or with nerves or with muscles, there's pieces of tissue that are dead that come back to life. It's resurrection power. Mm-hmm. When there's someone mm-hmm. whose spirit leaves their body and it's prayed back, it's resurrection power. One of the keys mm-hmm. to operating in healing is understanding resurrection power. And this is just one of many examples of that. So I just want you to think on that for a little bit. And uh, like I said, don't ever just take my word for it. Research it for yourself. Be a Berean and see what you come up with and uh, then let us know. We're going to take our first break here on the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church talking with Melissa Glorioso DHT out of Torrance, California and we will be right back after this. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. 
If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Listeners, back on the Heal the Sick podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N, presented by Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. You can email us anytime you'd like at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com with your feedback, questions, comments, or if you would like to ask a question or even suggest a future guest, please feel free to do so on facebook.com slash dominionfire, as well as on Twitter, Dominion Fire, and the other one is Healing Minister. So you're welcome to follow either one of those if you want to uh, keep tabs on what we're doing out this way. Uh, joining us again on the program, Melissa Glorioso told us a riveting story in the first segment about raising the dead, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. It's just phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. And uh, Melissa, we want to get to know more about you. Would you please tell the audience a little of your background, your experience, and how you got into the healing message? Okay, well, I was not raised a Christian at um, probably age 16. The Lord uh, spoke to me in the back seat of a car as we were cruising around in Kodiak, Alaska. And it's so funny how he speaks to us in something we can understand. You know, like what he would say to me if he said somebody else, they'd be like, what? But he said, so Melissa, what are you going to grow up to be? A professional cruiser? And that was the biggest revelation <laughs> I've ever got in my life. And so I'm asking everybody in the car, what are we going to grow up to be, professional cruisers? And so uh, next stop sign, which that's all they had in, in that city, <laughs> I'm out of the car. So I'm out of the car. I'm on my way home to read my Bible, and I read it for hours on end, days on end. Um, got into a good church. Um, when we prayed, you know, our prayers were answered hit or miss. And then back in 2007, my mom was coming to the end of a battle um, against hepatitis C. Mm. And she lived in Arizona. I lived in California. I would drive over to take care of her and spend weeks at a time. And on the way, my CD to listen to of her pastor. So I'm listening to the CD, and for years I had always asked God, God, how can we be like Smith Wigglesworth? And, and it, you know, I never got an answer. And so I'm, I'm driving the car, and this is Pastor, and he mentions Smith Wigglesworth, and then he mentions John B. Lake, and I'm like, John B. Lake, who's that? So I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's alive, and he can heal my mom. So um, I look up John G. Lake and find out, well, he's dead, but Curry Blake is alive, and he's running his ministry. So I started ordering CDs from uh, JGM, and didn't know about the divine team, which the 19th session is just, it's so amazing to help grow you up into Christ and to get you activated into doing the work. Because what did Jesus say? My meat is to do the will of my Father. And so many people think the meat 
is getting some revelation knowledge. The meat is doing the will. So, unfortunately, my mom died. After that, I attended a DHT in person in Hollywood, California, and just transformed our lives. And uh, I went through the Dominion Bible Institute that Curry Blake teaches. And after that, it was just so funny because God just, <laughs> once I graduated, it's like people came out of the woodwork seeking me for prayer. And I, mean, I didn't even know how they could find me. You know, it's like, who am I? I'm just this, you know, this lady in California. And I started getting, you know, requests for prayer from all around the world. I started a website, and people just contact me continually. And it's amazing because we've just seen so many amazing things. Somebody um, contacted me and actually wanted prayer for somebody that was local. And I thought, well, that's, that's good because, you know, I get prayer for people and, and always pray over Skype and the telephone, you know, miles and miles away. And so I went to this hospital, prayed for this lady. And the lady who had contacted me brought her daughter. And she said, you know, I was wondering if you could pray for my daughter. She has a short leg and she has a vision problem. And I'm thinking, well, short, that's easy. And never had a leg not grow out when I prayed for it. So I thought, well, I'll just do that first. You know, and the vision I kind of was intimidated about. And so I sat her down, grew her leg out. I said, well, go ahead and stand up and see how it feels. She stands up and she looks around. She says, I... And I said, What? <laughs> Her mom's like, what's that? What's that? And she goes, and she's naming off everything she can see. So it was just so awesome that, I mean, when you grow somebody's leg out, I mean, there's so much power of God that flows through their body that other things get healed. I've had people's backs get healed, um, their hips get healed, and it's just, it's so exciting. It's so exciting because, you know, growing, not growing up, but in my younger years in church, you know, there's just like key verses that you don't hear preached, like um, John twelve fourteen, where Jesus said, those that believe in me will do the works that I do, and greater works shall they do, you know, and believers will lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover, and these are just a few things that Curry teaches that are so empowering that you don't live like a doormat for the devil any longer. You realize, no, I am the head and not the tail. I am more than a conqueror. And when you get this in you and you renew your mind, right, you transform your life through the renewing of your mind, and by your life being transformed, other people's lives are transformed. And it's just such an awesome way to live. It's like, I feel like I've been born again, again, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, it's just very exciting to get the truth and to know the truth and to walk in truth. Mm So at this point now, as you're going through uh, through your ministry, do you re- uh, find that you come across certain illnesses more than others? Because I've heard of some people where cancer just seems to be the thing that they mm-hmm. encounter a lot. So I was just kind of curious yeah. if that was something that you dealt with. No, I, I've seen so many different things. And when I pray for people, to me, like the word says, you know, sin is sin. If you've looked at somebody lustfully, you sin. If you've murdered somebody in cold blood, you sin. It's the same thing. Sin is sin. God isn't rating your sin from one to ten. Mm-hmm. And sickness is sickness. A headache is the same as cancer. Is the same as somebody on their deathbed. Okay. I mean, all you have to do is apply faith. But I think so many people don't even understand what it means to believe. Believing is a choice. You have to make a choice in your head to believe. And that's why the Word tells you to take certain thoughts captive, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, He tells us. 
you know, take every thought captive that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. And so when you get rid of those thoughts and you start walking in the Word and thinking on these things, whatsoever is lovely, pure, and, you know, just basically positive, then your life is transformed and the results of your prayers are transformed because you're praying from a position of authority, knowing who you are in Christ, who Christ is in you, and you're not begging God and asking Him to do something. I mean, Jesus isn't going to be beaten for your healing. He was beaten once. It's done. So now we apply faith and, you know, and speak. And I think uh, FBI Art said this last week, was that uh, heaven hears and obeys, or no, hell hears and obeys, and heaven hears and agrees. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So when we pray, something happens. Just like with the fig tree, when Jesus spoke, they didn't see anything happen. It doesn't matter. He spoke. Something happened. When a child of God speaks, happens, because you can't see in the spiritual realm doesn't mean nothing's happening. And that's why you believe and you walk by faith and not by sight, because you believe something's happening. Now, let me ask you a question. As a as a lady in ministry, um, how have you been generally received by people that you've prayed for, or have you gotten any kind of, uh, like, tension from anyone? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm very blessed. Okay. Because I know the concept, and, and this is something we need to talk about, is that a lot of times women in ministry or women in certain positions of authority, you know, people have issues with. So that's why I was just kind of curious if uh, anyone has given you any trouble in that sense. Yeah. No. And I've, you know, I've ministered to even Muslim people. There was a, I don't, do we have time for a, a quick testimony? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So on Christmas Day, we had have a plumber come over. And... uh <clears throat> He came over, and he was limping, and he was limping bad, and I finally was like, what's up with your foot? And, you know, when we talk to people about what we see, the brace on their arm or they're limping or whatever, because it's out of compassion, like, what's wrong? That's not supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what's up with your foot? And he said, oh, I, I twisted my ankle yesterday, and I'm in excruciating pain. And I just said, well, let me see it. And so he put his foot forward, and I went down, and I laid hands on it. I started commanding the pain to go. And I stood up, and he said, oh, thank you. And it's so funny because people are always like, oh, thank you, and they're going to go about their way. And it's like, no, I prayed. I expect something to happen, so <laughs> check it out. And so he's standing there, and he's wiggling his foot left and right. He finally picks up his foot and starts mashing on it, trying to make it hurt. And he looks at me with these huge eyes. He says, how'd you do that? I said, that was Jesus. I said, he loves you. He's paid for your healing." And, you know, when you pray for people and they they feel the power of God manifest, they feel the pain go, I mean, it just opens the doors wide open. What can they say? Mm-hmm. How can they deny that? They've experienced God. And so I gave them a CD that I, I have that I hand out, has the DHT on it, got some Word documents, and he was just blowing from that time on. He's like, oh, can I play this in my car? <laughs> you know, because he, he just wanted it. Wow. He just wanted it. Yeah, it's interesting that, um, it, you know, we can sit and argue doctrine all day long with each other, but there's a certain something to demonstrating the power. You know, the the, the, the whole kingdom is demonstrated in power. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful yeah. thing. And, and, you know, it's not just to, to kind of show off who's right or wrong, but it's a matter of it's beautiful to demonstrate the power and the love of Jesus when you do this kind of stuff. Right. Because like you said, it, right. it opens so many doors. And uh, listeners, we are actually up against our second break, a little long in this segment, but that was a great story I wanted to hear. Uh, Melissa. 
Melissa Glorioso joining us on the phone, DHT, through uh, John G. Lake Ministries. And as you hear, uh, Healing Ministry Experience out in Torrance, California, joining us on the program today. We are going to be back right after this. Don't nobody go nowhere. Hello listeners, Million here. Right now, Dominion Fire is working on several creative projects, including this radio program and our new music project called Acoustic Fire. In addition, our ministry not only serves the prayer and healing needs of the Las Vegas area, but we are also working closely with churches in East Pakistan and Christian orphanages in South India. This ministry is committed to bringing divine healing, the presence and love of God, and the message of dominion, power, and authority to all corners of the earth. If this program and our guests have blessed you or encouraged you, then we ask you to consider financially supporting this ministry as a monthly partner. For more information, please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter, lowercase with no spaces, and read more about what we do, including our plans and intentions. There are a variety of monthly options to bless this work so that we can in turn bless many, many others. Thank you for considering us and for helping to bring healing to a world that's eagerly waiting. Again, that's www.dominionfire.com. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. We are back for the final segment of this edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. No, it's not Sin City. It's now Saint City. I'm taking over. That's right. Million here with you. M-I-L-L-I-A-N, a uh, a licensed minister through JGLM.org, which is John G. Lake Ministries. Now, now I'm not saying I'm all affiliated and all that up with them, not with the show or anything. I'm just just trained through them, and they're off-the-charts awesome, so make sure you do check them out when you get a chance if you would like to know more about what we do uh, here in not only our ministry, but what we're talking about on the program. If you'd like more details, you can visit our site at dominionfire.com. We have um, a music project. We have uh, the radio project, videos, as well as healing testimonies and all that good stuff. A lot of uh, divine healing mixed with creative arts. So if you're into the creative stuff, please check us out, dominionfire.com. Again, joining us on this edition of the program, Melissa Glorioso, a uh, DHT through JGLM, as well as a graduate of Dominion Bible Institute, where I attended also. And uh, one's at Tallis today, and something that our guests have not really gotten into a great deal, which uh, I'm actually very excited for, is the idea of practical application of how to minister on the street. Melissa, what can you share with us? Well, I first wanted to read a scripture, Matthew 10, 7 and 8. As ye go... Preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. So this clearly tells us, when do we do this? As we go. So when we're out busy about our day, we can still be doing the Father, being busy about the Father's business. You know, you walk into a store and you see somebody limping. You see a lady with hardly any hair and a scarf on, kind of indicative of cancer and chemotherapy. And it's through our heart of compassion and realness. They're being stepped on. They're being trampled over by the enemy. And that's not right. Like Curry says, we're the spiritual police. We're here to share God's love and to enforce his will on the earth. You know, Jesus said, Father, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
So we're here to enforce that because we are little Jesuses, right? Because He's in us. It's no longer we that live, but Him. So we see somebody, it's out compassion. We go up and and you just talk to them. I mean, there are times the enemy is going to come in and say, oh, you look at all these people around, or what are you going to say, or they're going to reject you. And, and you just have to remember to take those thoughts captive. Mm-hmm. And so you see somebody hurting, whatever, and you just walk up and say, hey, how are you doing today? You know, I, I, are you battling cancer? You know, and, and I kind of talk to them like, it's hurting me, you know, because... Sorry. They're God's creation. Whether they are saved or not, whether they know God or not, they are God's creation. The enemy has no right to be attacking them. So it's out of love that we talk to them. And most people, especially after you get the message, you think, okay, when I pray, something has to happen. What if it doesn't happen? Well, believe me, I would say 90 to 98% of the people you're going to pray for, they aren't expecting anything to happen. So when something does happen, <laughs> it's all that more exciting. But there's not going to be somebody that you pray for, and they're going to stand there and go, well, nothing happened. So what are you afraid of? Because that's what the enemy whispers in your head. Oh, nothing's going to happen. What if nothing happens? Well, who cares if nothing happens? You reached out in love. And besides that, we walk by faith and not by sight, and God's working behind the scenes. So you pray for them. You bless them. And it's just the fact that you reach out as a stranger and care about them that shocks them. <laughs> so when something does really happen, then, like I said before, it just opens the door. The Holy Spirit starts speaking through you, and you deliver this mini-sermon, and they get saved, they get set free, they get healed, or even if you just put a bug in their ear. And there are times where nothing's going to happen, and they might stop you mid-sentence while you're praying. <laughs> I've had that before. They said, oh, no, stop. I don't believe that way. But that's okay. I do. You know, and you just tell them God loves you. And you bless them. And uh, and it's amazing what happens. And the more you do it, the more, the easier it becomes. You know, we, we practice at things. You, you don't become an athlete overnight or just by thinking about being an athlete. You have to practice. So the more you step on the devil's head, the easier it gets, <laughs> and the more you want to. <laughs> there was one time I was just <clears throat> so pumped up in the spirit. I was I was going to the store, and I'm like, oh, man, everybody's going to get healed. You just wait, devil. <laughs> and so I get to the grocery store, and there's not a single sick person. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. And I'm thinking, he must see, in the spiritual realm, he must see that I'm just glowing with Christ. And there wasn't anybody. So I come back home and get ready to make dinner. Oh, my gosh, I forgot the hamburger. So now I'm earthly-minded, and I'm in a rush. And Satan sees that in the spiritual realm, that I'm just in this big rush. i got to go take care of my needs. So I'm rushing to hurry up and get this hamburger and get out. And as I walk in, everybody in there is sick. Every single person had something wrong with them. And I was like, oh, <laughs> And it was just amazing, and it just confirmed how, in the spirit realm, Satan can see. He can see. You know, I, I call it like a force field, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I think that this force field, like when you're driving down the road, you have a near miss hitting a car. You, your force field bounced you off because you're, you know, when you're hidden in Christ, you're protected. But when your force field is weak, 
you need to be careful. You need to keep yourself built up in Christ, in the Word, and, and being heavenly-minded and not earthly-minded. Everything down here is temporary. It's going to pass away. Who cares? It's the, it's the eternal things that are important that we have to be mindful of. Yeah, listeners, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, listeners, it's, um, and another way to look at this is that this has to become real. This has to become everyday reality because until it does, it's just sentences on a page. It's got to become the way that you walk and the way that you walk this stuff out. It's, it's, there's, there's no other way I can put it to you. And, uh, again, listeners, Melissa Glorioso, uh, just, sharing just some great, great stuff with us today. Melissa, um, if people would like to contact you or follow your work or um, see anything that you have available as far as training or teaching, where can they find you as far as like website, social media, email? What can you share with us? I have a website. It's J as in Jerry, A, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy, the number four, the word God, at, um, sorry, dot O-R-G, so jamming for God. With the number four. And then once you've got that down, J-A-M-N for God, you can find me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my email is jamminforgod at gmail, and my Facebook is facebook.com backslash jamminforgod. And then I also want to point out that uh, you have a Facebook group where uh, you've been kind enough to help us, uh, let us uh, announce the program. Can you tell us uh, about that group a little bit? Yes, I... Um, started a healing testimonies group where people from all over the world post their healing testimonies of when they were out praying for people or, you know, whatever, people that they've been praying for for a long time. Any Anything that's a healing testimony, glorifying God is in that group. And daily, I would say there's at least four or five. And this group is just exploding. I mean, I think every week I'm adding 20 people. And it's just yeah. amazing. We have another group on Facebook, which if you find me on Facebook, you can see all my groups in the About section. Mm-hmm. But there's another group called um, A Deeper Understanding, where we talk about God's Word and discuss issues that we might have, questions we might have. Um, and then there's another group for Divine Healing Prayer Requests. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool, because the day I started that, the first prayer request got answered that day. Nice. And... Um, we get a lot of results in that group. It's really exciting. You know, a little side note, and this is, uh, and I fall into this category as well. I, I've seen a lot of ministers and uh, you know people in kind of in our circles with JGLM that are uh, they're on Facebook, and they just get so tired of all the the junk on Facebook, and they kind of say, "That's it, I'm closing up my account," and then you kind of don't ever see them after that. But you know, uh, we're using something that's relatively neutral, like Facebook, where a lot of people used for you know nefarious or bad purposes and you know what we're flooding it with the word of god we're flooding social media and the web with the word we're countering the filth that's out there and uh, we we love using this and that's why it's such a valuable tool and that's why uh if you're on facebook or or the web you got to check out these sites and got to get involved because again we're taking over and uh melissa i want to thank you so much for uh for being on the program it has been an absolute pleasure and just great great stuff that um, you have shared with us today, and it's uh, just been an honor. And I, I thank you for everything you've done um, for the program and also for being here. Um, I like to ask our guests that before they go, if they would please pray for our listening audience that may have any healing needs. And as you go, if you pick up on any uh, words of knowledge, any prophetic words, anything just kind of shows up in your spirit. So would you please pray us to the end and let it rip? 
right, yes. Father, I just thank you for Million and his church and for this podcast. And, Lord, that we are able to use um, electronics and, and new technology to get your word out there, to preach the truth, to preach the good news, and to set the captives free. So right now, in Jesus' name, I come against every principality and power that is oppressing anybody in this audience. Anybody that hears the sound of my voice, and I command you, Satan, to back down and get off of them. I command all sickness and disease to shrivel up and die. And I thank you, Father, for healing, for life, for restoration, from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you, Father, that your power is surging through their body right now, Father. And we declare your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we give you glory and honor and worship for it, Father. And we thank you for all that you do, Father. And, Father, I even thank you that Jesus was beaten once and once only. And it will never happen again. I thank you for that, Father. And that was enough. That was enough for the entire world. Thank you. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, I just also pray that you would fill these people with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that they might walk worthy in your sight, Father. They might walk pleasing in your sight. That they might have the knowledge, the wisdom, the courage to go out and be Jesus to a dying world. Father, that it would be no longer them that lives, but you only. We worship you and you alone, Father, and we praise you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen in Jesus' name. That is good stuff right there, listeners. And um, Yeah. Melissa, and I do want to yeah. say one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Um, for people who are nervous about going out and praying for people, Start on Facebook. There are so many groups of people asking for prayer, begging for prayer. They don't know what to do. Yep. You know, and, and you just start praying for people there. And it's just amazing. I've come across so many people that have been healed through Facebook and, and people I've introduced the DHT to that are now walking in this, who, who were blind before. Mm. And it's just such an awesome, awesome um, opportunity there that, you know, yeah. we shouldn't let go, you know, miss. Yeah, it's like it's like the uh, the little snowball rolling down the mountain. Just let it go, and it will and it will <laughs> yeah. grow. Listeners, I want to yeah. thank you for uh, joining us today. I want to thank our guest Melissa Glorioso, who just has a phenomenal story and a phenomenal project that she has uh, operating on the on the web and on Facebook. And uh, please visit us as well at Dominion Fire Church um, at gmail dot com. That's our email address. You can also visit our website at dominionfire dot com, facebook dot com slash dominion fire, and twitter dot com slash dominion fire. My personal Twitter is at Healing Minister, which you're welcome to follow me there if you are a Twitter user. We're also uh, setting up in, in the process of adding things to Instagram. We have some things we're, we're uh, playing with out there as well as YouTube, so make sure you, you search all of our uh, material there because we do have videos of healing testimonies and various projects and things we're documenting and working on. So uh, please do uh, follow what we do and just come be part of everything. If you'd like to be trained as well, uh, we absolutely can help you and uh, any of the guests on the program, if you would like to be put in contact with them, we can help with that as well. We are, we're all friends. We're all on the same team, and we're all just uh, working for the same goal here in the kingdom. So, uh, please uh, feel free to contact us and, and get involved. You are absolutely welcome at all times, listeners. I want to thank you again from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. This is the Heal the Sick podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, work with you today. We thank Melissa again, and as we always say here on the ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.